Hello, Maureen Choya. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, Claire. Thanks for having me. I am absolutely flying it. Sure, it's Friday evening. We're into midterm next week. And, you know, it's been a good week, so I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Amazing. I am doing great. Thank you. I am buzzing to chat to you. It's I actually never look back to check when was the last time you were on the podcast, but it's great to have you back. And obviously we're like we're back like in um, maybe different circumstances a little bit. Which yeah. Delve into in the podcast or let's just say it now for any of the listeners who don't know, um, I guess like back, I'd say it's well over a year ago, you were one of my first guests on the podcast, I'd say one of the early few guests. And back then um, we were just chatting all things health and fitness. In the meantime, since then, Maraid has come on as a coach inside the tribe with us. It's been amazing. I, I actually looked back and you're with us since April last year, which is mental. So not far um, off a year. So we really should have done this podcast a lot sooner. Um, I know it's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's gas to have you back now as a coach in the tribe with the last, what, like nine months. Um, so yeah, how does that feel? Yeah, pretty surreal. It's mad to think that like when you first reached out to me about coming on the podcast, I was obviously delighted, you know, because you were just wanting to come on, talk to me about my kind of sport, everything, health and wellness. And you knew I had similar interests and values to you. So that was pretty cool. And at the time, I was obviously playing county football. So a lot has changed in those nine months. Like I've retired from county football. I'm now a coach with the in, in that time um yeah so it's been a whirlwind but it's great it's been all amazing and like when you sit here now and say it out loud I'm like teeny mac that was a very different time but all good um I actually couldn't believe that it was nine months because I I you know sometimes when you don't think about how long it's been it's like you've no real concept of time and I feel like the nine months since you came on board working with us has absolutely flown and it's obviously been amazing for us to have you on board and yeah I'm looking forward to like us continuing working together and everything over the next like however long it may be for the foreseeable future so um yeah I guess like it's great to have you back and I suppose today we were kind of just saying we're going to chat through what's going on in life for both of us and just like shoot the shit really yeah have it out it must be uh it must be all going well Claire because that time we haven't been like counting down the time or anything like that it's always a sign of a good time when you don't feel it going yeah, there's been no rows, no fights, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's a good sign. Tommy hasn't killed us or anything yet either. So <laughs> poor Tommy. I'd say he's been fit to kill me one or two times. <laughs> <laughs> fit to kill you. He's definitely been fit to kill me. Um so yeah, I think as a team we've been we've been getting on good. Obviously, Tommy and Jean thrown in there as well. So I feel like it's all been going good. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fantastic. And I love um, watching it grow and seeing where it will go, I suppose, in the future as well. I personally have learned so much from it and grown so much as a per person, like both personally and professionally, I feel. Um, and I've loved it. And I find that it's really it's something that also holds me accountable to keep growing in that field for myself and for the people that we work for, you know, so it's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, before I... Um like contacted you and I guess when I messaged you initially I was really like just putting out the feelers to see if you were interested but like probably for a few months before that in my head I was thinking like like 
because I guess we were at the stage where we needed a little bit more help and I was like thinking who'd be the best fit, fit and you were the first person who came to mind and Tommy was like yeah definitely and then I suppose probably took me a bit of time to like um actually ask you and put the feeders out but when I asked um I think initially I was just like would you be interested and like straight away you were like yeah and then I think like from there like everything's just like gone so good and I suppose like as a business owner as well it can be like it can be hard to maybe like trust someone or reach out to someone Mm -hmm. and like I guess you know like the business is very much my baby um literally (laughs) so um I guess I feel so lucky that you know like you've just fitted into the team so well and just like elevated the team to another level as well and I feel like you know what you said earlier like we have the same values and everything is just aligned really well so like we're so honored to have you on board and I feel like everything's gone so good and I'm excited as well for it to go from strength to strength yeah me too no and I'm really 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 enjoying it which is you know a huge part and I know I said to you the very first day when you reached out to me I was like it's something I would absolutely love to do but not until I can give it 100% because I like to I, I'm the type of person that if I'm doing something I'll you know I'll go all in and I have to be enjoying it and I haven't looked back you know um I enjoy what I do in all fields I don't know if the listeners know but I'm a primary school teacher as well teaching junior infants and you know from listening to me every day I absolutely adore them and adore my job um and then this is no different you know I, I absolutely love and I feel so honored and grateful to be able to do this from anywhere, wherever we are, you know, and there's so many mixed methods of the way like we can approach it, which I love. I love that. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I feel like there is, there is a real nice element of like, you know, like that freedom of location, like, which is nice, like, like with running an online business, I guess like that's probably quite different for you in comparison to, uh, you know, like having to go to school every day. And you know what? I think we've just kind of become used to that, like myself and Tommy over the last few years. But like there is, you know, there is a real nice, um, it's a real nice way of being able to work things. Um, But I suppose like, you kind of touched on things there it's obviously been a massive nine months for you um but give us a little bit of a life update so what's going on in life for Maria Choga over the last while um so I suppose yeah uh like a lot people would say not a lot I guess I've taken a step back in some ways but I've gone from you know taking taking steps in other directions I suppose so um, I suppose I have stepped back from playing county football, which has opened up a bit more me time um, to explore, I suppose, different things, which is great. Um, and of course, I am still training. I'm still trying to keep almost as fit, if not fitter than I was when I was playing, because it's just, you know, well, that you're this type of person as well. You want to keep pushing boundaries and seeing where you can go. So my training has just taken a different avenue. I suppose I've been programming myself completely for the last um since July since we finished the championship um and played a bit of club football unfortunately we weren't too weren't too lucky now in the championship last year so we went down a grade with club football so there hasn't been there hasn't been too much happening there at the minute um school is amazing I work in a place called St Joseph's in Balnrobe um and this year is my second year in junior infants there so it's just it's just lovely when you're I don't know if you know like the school system when you're settled in a certain class for a couple of years it just gets better and better you know that kind of way um working with such lovely people and everything as well and then I suppose 
I have a lot more time at the minute to kind of book different trips or, you know, weekends or travel different places. I've, you know, I've all summer planned away, which I've never been able to do before. Um, so that's kind of exciting. And I've taken on up a bit of running, which I thought I would never do as well. <laughs> um, I always used to give out and be like, how can people just run for the sake of running? You know, if there's not a ball or a game or, you know, a competitive like edge to it. How can you go out running by yourself? And if anyone knows or sees my Instagram, they'll see that I'm flat out at the minute. Um, I had set a goal at the start of the year to run a 10K this year. And I've ran two in the last week. So <laughs> I need to, I need to, to relook at that. that. <laughs> yeah. So I might, I might set a few more goals with you now here today. Um, but yeah. And I suppose working in the tribe, I've been able to take on a bit more, I have more capacity to take on a bit more of a role since kind of the winter. So I kind of took on a bit more with you and Tommy, which has been really great. Um, and yeah, I'm about to reset my functional movement um, exam soon, just to, um, recertify I it lapses after three and a half years so I'm going to do that now in the next month or so and just have that yeah that's kind of where I'm at at the minute amazing amazing what's it been like um obviously retiring from county football was a huge thing for you what's that been like what's it been like like over the last few months for you um yeah I suppose so like firstly making the decision um was something that was definitely something I had to really think about um and see because I absolutely adored playing for Galway like I was so honored I felt every day that I got to go out and train with the girls play with the girls I felt really lucky but I also knew that like I'd worked hard to kind of deserve it as well and I always kept that certain standard no matter whether I was playing or on the bench or if it was just a training or whatever I was always very grateful for it and oh stop the memories we have with football have been like phenomenal so I suppose it was hard to think that I was going to go from seeing the girls who become basically family um six days a week to you know having to really make an effort to meet up you know I think I sat down with Roisin Leonard and Kate Garrity one day there in Alana you know a few of them and they're like how if anyone said to you that you're going to meet up Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday Saturday you'd think they're crazy if they're asking you to meet up you know all these days and maybe go for a brunch on a Sunday or something after training but then like that's what we do with county that's how often you see your friends you know which is lovely um so that's been a big change but it's been good I'm like I'm pretty good at like keeping connections you know so I'll try to plan things every now and then and just reach out to the girls and keep the contact going um I've enjoyed the freedom I suppose of being able to plan my own training and do it in my own time like I used to be able to really train in the mornings and I always said that if I wasn't playing football or training late at night that I would love to train in the mornings I get my gym done and whatnot but because of sleep and recovery that wasn't kind of feasible when I was playing um so that has been nice it's kind of opened up you know different pathways and I suppose um even finding different ways of doing recovery or traveling somewhere else to do your training or doing it in a different environment like in the, I, I'm in the woods more often than not now which is good for both physical and mental health you know um so yeah it's been very different it's been enjoyable in so many ways I miss the girls terribly um but I know that that's you know the bond there is never going to change so whenever I see them it's you know going to be fine um and I suppose at the minute I definitely don't miss the the winter preseason training but <laughs> um when it comes into summer football and in the spring I think I'll look back and be like god I'd love to be out there you know putting on the jersey at the weekends for championships and whatnot so um yeah a bit of a mix of emotion, mix of emotions but I think I'm handling it very well because I suppose I had dealt with it 
um prior to let's say them going back to training and whatnot so I had really kind of processed it yeah and kind of went through what needed to happen I get you and that like completely understandable that there would be mixed emotions because I guess like you become so close to those people that you are like seeing mm-hmm. all the time but also like you know there's such a bond when you're actually playing together and like fighting for something together as well and for any Galway people who are listening Maureen is wearing maroon at the moment as well so. <laughs> unintentional <laughs> it's not my jersey in case people think it's my jersey <laughs> got the jersey the shorts and the socks and the gloves yeah. on at the moment <laughs> um, well that's so funny I actually I have a funny story for you when you say that so when in 2019 when we got to the All-Ireland semi-final it was our first time ever playing in Crow Park and I was I had new boots because you know Crow Park is you need studs for Crow Park because it's so like slippy you know because they keep the ground so well that it's always just perfectly soft underfoot so anyways got the new boots that was fine and I remember trying the whole kit on like visualizing myself in Crow Park um, with the boots on and the things I was upstairs in the room on the carpet in the new boots and had the socks on the shorts and I remember like being like okay imagine being in Crow Park now but yeah so it actually has happened just not right now <laughs> kicking the ball around the room <laughs> yeah we had, we had a great day out so I'm like might work try it somebody <laughs> um but no yeah thank you for sharing all that and I guess like fair play to you as well for just throwing yourself into like that next chapter and like making the most of everything because it really seems like you know that's what you're doing with your training and everything it would be easy to kind of start taking it easy for a while but you've definitely not done that yeah and I suppose um a lot has changed for me in these nine months but for you what's been going on Claire you've uh, you've had a few changes between moving home moving back (laughs) it's been a bit mental and I I have mentioned it on the podcast, I'm sure, but I haven't gone into depth on it. So like last year, as you know, Maureen, I went through hypothalamic amenorrhea. I was like, I, I don't know what the word is, not suffering with, but going through hypothalamic amenorrhea mm-hmm. where I lost my periods because like the previous year I had just overdone it with like going hard for a few marathons and like just like not like, I suppose, not, like, not taking my own advice and just pushing too hard in all areas and put too much stress on my body, lost my periods. So then kind of went on the journey of like trying to taper back training, trying to increase calories and all that. And it just like, it wasn't changing things enough. I wasn't getting my period back over the course of a few months. So then in February, I decided to stop training altogether to try and speed up the process. Also like massively increasing calories to gain back some body Mm -hmm. fat to help with the process as well so I was just telling you there before we got on that like um you know I had 10 months where I didn't didn't really exercise outside of going for a walk or doing some yoga which to me was just like awful <laughs> but so unnatural uh, for you so unnatural but at the same time um like I'm delighted that I did that and I got my period back things are more regulated like I'm out of HA, out of hypothalamic amenorrhea, but at the same time, I still need to be like, you know, doing all the things that helped me recover. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, um, so over the course, 2023 for me was all about getting my period back and getting it back regular and coming out of hypothalamic amenorrhea. It was genuinely the toughest year of my whole life. Um. Just because, it, like, as you said, it was very unnatural for me to not be training. I guess, like, training is something I've done since I would say I, like, 
like playing under eights, like with Timpano at like six, seven years old, I'd say since that age, like there hasn't been like a week where I haven't trained three times, I would say in my whole life. Like, cause I, I was rarely injured. Like I'd say maybe like, like two or three injuries up along the way, I was rarely injured. So exercise has always been such a big part of my life, like such a big coping strategy for me as well. Like it was like my stress reliever. Was yeah. Like things. So to not have that to lean on for about 10 months was like so hard Um, to also go through the process of gaining like a good bit of body fat was tough Um, to be a coach and to not be able to mm-hmm. practice what I was preaching. Like in one sense, like I guess I wasn't practicing what I was preaching and that I wasn't exercising. And I obviously coached a lot of my clients to exercise. But in the other sense, I was practicing what I was preaching in that I was looking after my health. Um, But anyway, yeah. Over that process, I got my period back, thank God. And now I am, since January, getting back into exercise, getting back into running, and I'm completely buzzing. So that was probably the biggest part of my life over the last, like, 10 months. Um, And I guess outside of, like, that, that's been the biggest thing. Outside of that, um, so I was in Dubai, like, for the start of last year, went home in May, lived in Mayo for a good few months um with Tommy and then I've like just come back to Dubai now for like two months just to have a bit of sun again so I've been kind of moving around the place between Dubai and Mayo and Kerry and up and down so I guess that's been a part of life and then just like putting everything I have into the tribe because that's what I love doing yeah I guess like that's been a big part of life for me over the last while and that's like I guess going from strength to strength and is like my biggest passion um, so yeah, I guess like they're, they're my biggest life updates. Um, I'm feeling like really happy and really positive at the moment because I'm getting back to exercise and I'm just so grateful every day that I get to move my body because I didn't have that for so long. And like, I just like, I was frustrated for a lot of last year with not being able to do it. And I feel like that frustration is just like lifted. And I'm like, I'm just like so buzzing that it paid off. I'm so buzzing that I did it and that I dedicated the time to it. Um, I'm delighted that like, I guess like I was strong enough to go through it and not to ignore mm-hmm. the issue and I'm really wasn't to be out the other side of it. Um, so I guess that I, is some journey, <laughs> some journey. I've cut it short there. There was a lot of like, there was, I could go into a lot more detail about all the frustrations along the way. That's a, a whole other podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tommy's a saint to have put up with me over the last 10 months um but no I'm I'm buzzing to be out the other side so I guess like I'm I'm excited for 2024 now that's kind of how like I'm feeling I'm just really optimistic and like you know looking forward to the year yeah and what's to come that's phenomenal and I suppose you just touching on what you were saying there about being grateful to be able to train again um we were kind of briefly chatting just before the podcast and saying how you know how long will the gratitude last or whatever else but I find like it's always important to try and find some gratitude or some even if you're not injured because just like you it can all be taken away from you so easily the click of a finger and next thing you have to just completely pull back whether it's through illness through injury through life circumstances or whatever so every day that you get to move or go out or take in the fresh air um, by moving your body and you're healthy I'm like you should be grateful for it because so many people would only wish to be in your shoes because I'm sure Claire when you were going through that, you would have given Anthony when looking at mine or Tommy's story, seeing us in the gym or out running and being like, God, I wish I could do that, you know? 
percent. So I am really trying to like, like I'm not even trying right now because it's very easy for me to be grateful for these yeah. things. I want, I want to prolong that and I want to remember that. And I guess like the other thing as well is that um I do also think that it's really good for all of us who are into exercise to not have it as our only coping strategy. And I guess that's something that I learned over the last while that, you know, it is easy for us to pick up injuries and, you know, we do need to have other ways that are constructive of us coping. And I suppose um, that was a good lesson for me because if I had the option of like having that taken away, I'd have said like, no chance. Like, I'm not like, I'm like, I'm not giving that up. Like that is, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I love doing. But I guess I lent into other things. I lent into yoga. I lent into reading. I lent into meditation. And I guess I lent into just like sitting with the discomfort of it, of not being able to do the things I Mm -hmm. want. And I feel like, you know, it's good for us to to have those other things in life as well and not not be dependent on any one way of operating and be a bit flexible with it. Yeah, 100%. And I think they're like just you touching on all those different avenues that sent you down, like you grew in so many other ways as a result of this. So whilst obviously it wasn't ideal and it was a massive struggle for you, I'm sure, like I can't even imagine how you must have felt for that that period of time. But it made you grow in so many other areas of your life and it gave you probably space to kind of grow the tribe, grow other areas that you might not have let yourself have the time for when you were training maybe. So Um, I guess everything happens for a reason, but you just have to, it's hard to see the reason at times. Completely. And I guess that that was a narrative that I had going through my head at the same time, because I guess during that process, um, I learned an awful lot about myself. Um, I learned an awful lot about the menstrual cycle. <laughs> um, I learned a lot about um, which I think I do think it happened for a reason in that I feel like I'm I'm a better coach for it. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm going to be better at coaching my clients because I've gone through that. I'm going to hopefully be better at preventing that for other people. So I do think like that, like, when you're in it it's hard to say that but like even like maybe further down the line I'm really going to look back and be like you know what I I did go through that for a reason and I had to learn that lesson and do you know what like if if life didn't teach me that lesson I probably would have kept pushing and pushing and pushing and who knows do you know like burnt myself out altogether so like do you know like it, it did happen for a reason yeah yeah for sure fair play to you though for as well sharing it with people because I think it's really important to get the message out there and let girls know especially and even men know who have women in their lives or girls in their lives that might be experiencing it to not be afraid to reach out for help and know that it does happen you know because I think for so long there was a bit of a like taboo around speaking out about things like this but I, I see so many fantastic women speaking up you know researching more into it um so I'm like you know if you, if you are in that position just talk to somebody or even listen to a podcast on it or whatever. 100%. And it's something that I want to talk about more as well. But I guess I feel like I'm kind of just coming out the other side of it. That yeah. I want to, I guess, like I, I, I want to be a little bit more in the clear with things before I kind of mm-hmm. start talking about it a bit more or like, you know, like maybe educating around it a little bit more. But um, yeah. I, it's like an amazing thing to be having a conversation around and I feel like especially in the world of sport you know like these are conversations we need to be having yeah for sure because you see it it is very very common unfortunately especially in elite elite athletes and yeah 100% and I think um it's easy to like 
brush it under the carpet a little bit because it's kind of convenient sometimes in elite mm-hmm. sports like to not have your period and um like I guess like it's not something that like you want like to have to tackle especially if you're an elite athlete you definitely don't want to stop training and you definitely don't want to gain lots of body fat so um I feel like it's probably something that a lot of elite athletes might not even tackle until like until they have to until they want a baby or until maybe they're not playing at such a high level yeah yeah for sure no you can see and you can see why as you said from so many perspectives a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent but I guess like the bottom line is that it's not healthy and it's not good for our bodies and you know we're in a state of stress and you can't perform at your best either if like if you don't have your period and you know you are leaving performance on the table as well if you're not like the healthiest version of yourself mm-hmm. yeah for sure like it's literally a report card of how your body's doing and coping you know um so if it's there great you must be doing something right if it's not we might need to look at it and where we can improve it you know 100% 100% and even i guess like one thing i've changed this year like i I'm working as the nutritionist with Kerry Ladies again this year. And I guess just a conversation I've been opening up in all of like my consults with them is just like, how's your cycle been? And I feel like even that alone is, you know, I'm like, it's bringing a bit more awareness because a lot of, a lot of girls in football don't even get asked that like by anyone. So I think it's a good thing mm-hmm. to bring more awareness to. Yeah, hundred percent. That's super clear that you're bringing that on board. Yeah, yeah. So I'm learning. <laughs> so that's that's where you're at. So you're currently in Dubai, aren't you? Just for everybody, so they're clear. Currently in Dubai, here for the next while. Came for um, I guess like a little bit of a change and a little bit of sun. Um, and like I said, it is I guess the beauty of being able to work from anywhere. Um, so I'm here on my own without Tommy. So it's kind of getting used to that as well, and getting used to us and like not living in each other's pockets all the time um which is like both like probably a good thing for us to have a bit of space but also kind of hard um but yeah of course I'm really enjoying it at the same time and I'm just enjoying training and things like that um so yeah that's kind of where I'm at at the moment um fantastic <laughs> oh that we were going to talk a little bit about goals for 2024 yep for sure I'm here for it. <laughs> talk, to me, talk to me. What's in the pipeline? Because I know you are someone who loves to set goals and loves to, I guess, like continually try and improve yourself. And I, I imagine your goals this year are probably quite different to what they've been for the last number of years. Um, So talk to me. Yeah, I suppose they're like same, same, but different. You know, um, there's so many, so many similar, similar goals, um, but also very different. And I suppose when I set goals, I try to look at like all areas of my life and not just because it can be very easy to just fixate on like one area, whether it's like money or whether it's, you know, sport or whether it's strength or whatever. But I try to like look at all areas and see if I can kind of pick up on goals, you know, or set set maybe new habits and try and form them rather. And that will then in turn get me to the goal. That's the way I kind of work when I'm working towards something. So um, I suppose in January, I it wasn't the 1st of January, just so everyone knows. And don't worry, if you haven't set your goals for the year yet, there is still time. We're only in February. It doesn't matter. January was a practice month for the likes of people who didn't get to set their goals. But um, yeah, so what I would have done is I sat down and just looked at where I am in er- different areas of my life and where I kind of want to want to be. Um, so what I found really useful actually is create like a vision board, um, which I had been actually 
actually putting off for so long. Um, my friend Joanne Doonan, she played AFL with me over in um, Australia. We lived together and she was always telling me about vision boards and I was looking them up and everything. And I was like, oh, the effort of, you know, printing off all the pictures and actually sticking them up on your board or whatever. And then a um, very close friend of mine and cousin, Jane, um, has had this wonderful idea of like creating a vision board on your phone. So just going on to Pinterest and clipping things you want and then setting that as your wallpaper so you're seeing it every day but you don't have to stick it up in your room you know you're just seeing it so it's going into the subconscious I suppose and like it's amazing only there on Monday I did a 10k race which was one of my goals for this year you know and it's one of the things I have like 10k and like a a silhouette of a runner on my phone um and in one of the things so I suppose um I did that so and I but like picture of you know you know healthy my idea of health in terms of food and whatnot sniff that um picture like of me in the gym and I just that was for me to keep continuing it keep programming see can I change anything about my tra- training to get like stronger or even just to move better and more freely um so yeah so for me it was I suppose hitting hitting running targets um staying fit and taking really active um movements and towards my recovery because I suppose with not having a schedule laid out for you on the table it's very easy to kind of neglect certain areas whether it's training too hard and then not giving your body enough time to recover and I know a lot of clients even in the tribe can find it hard at times to take that day off but your body needs it you know or find a way to relax in a different way you know so I suppose that was one thing for me to was be really proactive in my recovery post sessions um because I don't want to end up injured and not able to train, you know, because of how I've gone about it. And I guess. When um, so, yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say when you're playing football, like you, you like you have to take a rest day because you want to be in tip top condition for a game. Whereas like when you're just performing kind of for yourself or going to the gym for yourself, like, you know, you don't like you don't necessarily prioritizing be like being 100 percent fresh for game day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I suppose that was one of my goals was the recovery. Then another was running the 10K, which I'm now going to have to alter. And I was half thinking about it on the drive in the car when I was like, I'm going to chat to Claire today. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it here on the podcast and people yes. can hold me hold me accountable. But I'm going to run a half marathon this year. At some point. <laughs> I haven't put a time on it yet because I literally just, just thought about it. it. <laughs> well, it's happened by the way, was that was your happening. first 10K or was that just, have you ran the 10K before? So never. I ran 10K in our local pitch in Comber during lockdown just to see could I run 10K. So I swear I went over, back, up, down, around, zigzag, snake pattern, just kept running, put a podcast on and kept running to see could I do 10K on a pitch. And yeah, it's hard <laughs> on the pitch. But since then, I hadn't run 10K like just for no reason or straight or anything so that was my first ever um I suppose 10k race you know like a, a, an organized event but I had ran I ran 10k on Friday to see could I do it and then I did it yeah so um I'm gonna push it on a little bit and you know I've been building my load that's one thing I don't want people to think you can just go out and run 10k I've built my load up gradually weekly since the start of January um yeah so I suppose that's those areas then in terms of like self-development and improvement um, was to take on more work within the tribe, which I have done um, already. You know, we're kind of working on that and we're building all the time. So I'm excited to see where that goes. And also to sit my, reset my exam for um, 
to recertify in functional movement with Mike Boyle. Um, and then I suppose, yeah, was to be proactive in my saving. So I have been pretty good at that, but to continue that and, you know, have set set like target for it. So I suppose there, that's kind of where I'm at at the minute nice. um, with it. They're like, somebody might say they're not that big of goals or anything, but to me, they're important. And if I keep reevaluating them as the year goes on, I mean, geez, if every month goes how January went, I'll be very happy. 100%. And I don't think like when you set your goals, you should never be thinking what anyone else would say. It doesn't matter what anyone else would say. All that matters Mm -hmm. is what difference they make to your life. And just from everything that you've set there, it sounds like you are like really on track with everything. And I love the fact like that. And we talk about this in the tribe a bit of like, setting process like rather than outcome goals that like if your goal like is around the process of I'm going to save x amount every month like rather than saying I want to have like 10 grand in the bank you know like yeah it's just going to add up to that over time and like I feel like to say I want to have 10 grand in the bank is like that's kind of scary and overwhelming whereas like to say Mm -hmm. I want to save x amount a month you know it's a nice way to break it down so I really like that idea um Talk to us a bit more about the 10K event. So was that good? Was it enjoyable? Yeah, I was actually going to do a post on it over the weekend, but it was brilliant, Um, like phenomenal. I can see why people get hooked on these type of things. So myself and a couple of my friends, um, you know, ran it, just signed up to it. And we were like, it was, we'll, we'll just see how we get on, whatever, closer to the time. We kind of mentioned it a while back but just everything about the day was really really great like the organization firstly that goes into these events I'm like wow fair play to every single person who comes on board and volunteers to help out um it was phenomenal the atmosphere the social side of it it was the Galway women's mini marathon so um on that day it was just women that were in the race but wow it's such an amazing way to meet people start up new conversations um you know even just grabbing a coffee after doing the warm up with the goals gym beforehand. Like it was all just really fun. There was no like pressure on anybody. There was so much encouragement. Um, I like was looking around me as I was running the whole race and every single person can is what I would say to, to you because there were every age group, um, you know, running it and people of all different fitness levels and everyone just went and ran their own race. And that's what I really loved about it um and at the end line it was lovely to have like there's people cheering you on there was music there was just a mighty vibe and just that feeling of like contentment and unknowns to myself I ended up running quick way quicker than I thought I would have and I thought I was running pretty steady but I suppose seeing other people kind of pushes you on that bit even though it mightn't be on a conscious level um or having the music in your ears or whatever else but yeah and I thought it was class and I thought it was really nice to have um my friends there to run over the line with as well you know whilst we might have been slightly like different in terms of times a few of them ahead of me and whatnot but uh, it was still lovely at the end to be able to like give that hug or high five or you know take those pictures with the big smiles and yeah it was my first ever medal for a race I've plenty medals for sport in other (laughs) ways but yeah so it's cool that's so cool and I felt like I felt like a child again coming home with medals (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah literally um so yeah my favorite thing about those kind of days it's always it's like it's the goodwill on the day and it's like everyone just wants to see you like succeed everyone just wants to see you enjoy it and I just feel like there's such a nice atmosphere on those kind of days that like if anyone is thinking of signing up for a run and you're thinking oh like you know it's going to be intimidating or scary I feel like 
once you get there, it's just, it's so nice. It's such a, it's such a nice vibe that like, if you're wanting to do anything like that, sign up and you'll absolutely love it. I think it makes it addictive then if you like, you know, if you get that feeling and that buzz on the day. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I have signed up with my cousin to another race um, later on in the spring. And I literally rang her on the way home because she hasn't done any of these events before either. And I rang her on the way home or sent her a voice note. And I was like, oh my God, you are going to love this. <laughs> like literally, I was like, I was like the energy, the atmosphere, the feeling, the sense of like I was literally buzzing after it. And that was without any alcohol or without anything. I was just on a high. So yeah. runner's high is real. Yeah. 100%, 100%. I'm buzzing for the day that I can run an event again. I'm not setting goals around like um, signing up for a certain time. But like, who knows? Who knows what could happen? Um, will Maureen- It will happen, Claire, for sure. Yeah, totally. I know I know that it will. I'm just, I'm not putting not putting pressure on it right now. Um, But will Maureen get ever run a marathon, I wonder? Oh Lord, that's hilarious. <laughs> so we were chatting about this and saying, I used to be this person. I can sit here now and be like, every person who ran a marathon, I thought they were crazy. <laughs> um, I was like, how could someone run for that length of time? I was like, I just couldn't get my head around it. And then the last day after that run, I was like, I see why people run these marathons. <laughs> and I won't say never, but it's not on my list at the moment. <laughs> sure. Fair, fair. Look out for 2025 vision board. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You know, when you were talking about the vision boarding extra uh, earlier, actually, um, I actually created one um, for last year. I, I didn't actually do it at the yeah. start of the year, but middle of last year. Same as you said, on Canva, on my phone. And I actually put it on my wa- as my wallpaper for a while as well. I took it off for some reason. Um, but I think that's an incredible idea. And I feel like for anyone who doesn't want to go to like the cutting out of the photos maybe like mm-hmm. actually doing it physically and putting it on a board I don't know maybe there, there is that a benefit to that um but I think doing it on your phone and doing it on Canva and something like that or something like that I think is a great start um and it's cool yeah for sure working for you already as well um so yeah that's amazing and I'm excited to hold you accountable now to those goals for the rest of the year yeah, thanks, Claire. <laughs> I may regret it, but you look, here we go. How about you? Have you much um much set out for twenty-four? What does your what do your goals look like? Yeah, yeah. Um so I guess like the big ones for me and the ones I'm really excited about, it's to get fitter because I am gone so unfit. Um I was just telling you before we came on, like I ran my first two five Ks there in the last week, so buzzing with that. Um <laughs> So first goal is to bring that time down a bit because um it, it like it, it wasn't um it wasn't my finest hour. Um but do you know what? I, I always compare myself as well to what I used to be able to run before. So I need to get that out of my head a small bit. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Goal is just to get a little bit faster now over 5k initially and get a bit more comfortable at that. Um and then over time get back to running 10k and um get comfortable at that goal is to get stronger in the gym so I'm buzzing over the last few weeks to be seeing the numbers go up uh, like with what I'm lifting and oh it's just such a like it's so empowering like all the time you know to be seeing yourself getting Mm -hmm. stronger and lifting heavier so like those two things give me the biggest buzz ever to see myself improving with those things so I'm just really enjoying that I'm also going to yoga classes over here so delighted to be like working on the mobility a bit as well um and I'm fantastic very humbled when I go to a yoga class so that's always good um so they're kind of the fitness goals 
get fitter, get stronger, see where that takes me. Um, they mm-hmm. set the goal around eat, uh, eating, um, reading eight books for the year. Um, so I've already read two actually, so I'm flying with that. You're um, flying it. I got a Kindle for Christmas, which I think is an incredible purchase for anyone who doesn't have one because I, I was always the person who kind of thought that oh a physical book is better but it's actually so handy and they're really nice to read from and do you know like especially when you're traveling and things like like I used to always be trying to throw a few books into a suitcase but it's, it's actually so handy so well on my way for Does that does the battery last long in them I've been toying with the idea of getting one for so long but like that for travel they'd be so handy so so good yeah I would really encourage you to get it like there's and you can't mm-hmm. have anything else on it like you can't have any like other apps or anything like that on it which is really yes nice. and the, like it's actually really nice to read from and that it's like a not a bright light it kind of looks like you're reading from a book um so yeah yeah get it it's a good like they're they're so good and the battery's great brilliant um, so you're on well on the way with the reading goal well on my way with that um also I've set the goal of meditating like three to four times a week because I've many times set the goal of meditating every day and then something happens I forget or something happens so mm-hmm. going well with the three four times a week um so literally just go on to the calm app and play a 10 minute meditation and I'm like I'm loving it um I've like dipped in and out of meditation so many times over the years I've had times where I'm so yeah bad, times where I veer away from it so I'm really enjoying doing that. Um, so yeah, they're kind of my main like personal goals. Then obviously the goals, um, you know, is to continue to grow the business, um, mm-hmm. to lock in some more client events. Um, and yeah, I guess like just to continue to deliver like the best possible service to our clients as well and keep doing what we're doing. Um, so yeah, they're the main goals there. Yeah. Well, if they if they uh, come to fruition, then it's going to be a pretty good year for you too. hundred percent, hundred percent. And like yourself, I'm definitely going to review those as I'm going along. Um, and you know, like get get some get a bit more specific with some of the fitness ones when I can as well. Yeah, and I think that's what's important for anyone listening here. Like, if they are going to set goals, you can set them at any time. You can reset them at any time and reevaluate them and. Some things might work, some things mightn't, but you might just find another way to get to a goal or, you know, um, it's all trial and error and nobody has the perfect way. Like what works for Claire to write down goals, maybe it works for me to see it on a on a picture or there's there's so many different ways to go about it. So I just want anyone listening to know that there's no perfect time. Just do it whenever you feel like it. Write them down, review them. And just because you've set a goal at the start of the year and taken action steps towards it, and maybe it hasn't come come to light the way you thought it might, that doesn't mean that you haven't achieved. 100%, 100%. And there's um, a line one of my mentors always says is that like, you know, you can begin again with any breath. So like, you don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait till mm-hmm. the start of a month. You don't have to wait till next year. It's like with like as humans with every breath, like we can start again. So if something hasn't gone your way, like reset the goal. If you haven't set a goal, set it now. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. there's no perfect time. I think often it's like really hyped up at the start of the year and then someone feels bad if they haven't yeah. gone off track towards it. So exactly what you said um, that like, you know, don't put pressure on yourself just set something simple now and start working towards us. Exactly. Super.
Yeah, I think that we should maybe leave leave things there so that we don't because we could probably talk for hours and (laughs) have you back on the podcast again soon and we'll have another chat and talk through how things are going then. Yeah, it's been great to be back. Thanks a million, Claire. And maybe if it's something the listeners enjoy, maybe they could give a bit of feedback and see if they'd like us to do a bit more of this and we can reach out to them and see what they might like to hear us talk about. 100%, 100%. um, Drop us a message on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way to get both of us and um, give the podcast a review if you're liking it and subscribe and all of of those good things. So thank you for joining us, Maureen, and have a lovely rest of your weekend and Friday evening. Thank you very much, Claire.